Hmm. Okay, we are here. Hello, is this the Imperial Council? This is the Imperial Council. Hello, this is Jason. Hello, Jason. Um, we're wondering if if you had. We're any... happy to have this one here. Uh oh, bring in some more energy. <laughs> we enjoy the little doggies when they jump up on her lap. We do not have doggies. Somebody had asked her, how do you do it with the dogs? And it is because we enjoy the doggies. <laughs> do y'all have any kind of pets by any chance? Hmm, not. Hmm, let's, let's look at that answer because some yes. It, we do not refer to them as pets. We coexist hmm, with other beings that would be much like the animals that you have on your earth planet. So there are other beings and things like birds. There are atmospheres that would support this on some of the planets. And so that is a, that is a existence or a reality that, that does happen, but we do not engage, so to speak, like you do with, with what you call pets. Mm -hmm. But yes, there are other species, other animals, plants, life forms on our planets other than just us as the physical beings. Interesting. This would be an interesting question. Is there any animals on Earth that came from any of your planets by any chance? Part of us wants to say, why, yes, all of them. <laughs> There has been many, many animals, many species upon your planet that have originated from other planets from the galaxy. Insects are a big one that you can look at them and you can tell. They, uh, they could look a little alien at times, can they not? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. We are looking for something that would be very specific. We see a lot more, you would see possibly, is how I should say that. You would see a lot more of these beings, these formations in birds. There are a lot of birds that, that mirror the image of other beings that are out there in the galaxy. Hmm. We, are, we are looking for some more examples for you. There are water planets. Many of the sea creatures would be also some resemblance to water plant, planet beings with high intelligence. You would be surprised at some of the animals that have been fashioned or formed after beings from other planets. And most everything, not even most everything, everything on your planet has been created from something that has been off planet. What about dolphins? I heard dolphins is from a, was brought here from another planet. Is that true? And whales? Hmm. This is an interesting subject as, as this one we speak through has had multiple clients that have been speaking to the whales in her sessions. <laughs> and one of these journeys did take them off planet to show them where they originated from. And yes, the whales are 
a form of off-planet being with a high intelligence. A lot of incarnation of the whales is also here to bring in frequency. Same with the dolphins. They are here to bring in frequency, to bring in communication, to bring in vibration into the planet. There are actually many of the sea forms that do that. The octopus is another one, mm. highly intelligent, highly intelligent being. And there are others that are deeper in the ocean that have not been discovered yet. You will start seeing more of those discoveries surfacing. They have already started to happen where they are finding species they have not recognized before. And as they continue to search deeper into the sea levels, they will find even more um, highly intelligent sea creatures that exist at the lower levels. Mm. Interesting. Yes, there are many, many things going on on this planet of yours that, that are beyond what the average person would be looking at or looking for. And because they are not looking for it, it is not being found. So as the mind evolves, the ideas and the thoughts to search for these other forms of intelligence will start to come in and they will be discovered. We are hoping it will be at a time that is more peaceful and interactive with these beings versus a time of mm, what you might call a fear-based discovery of the old-fashioned old way. Seek and destroy and cut it open and see how it works. Mm. Mm. Keep it alive and see how it works and communicate with it. There are some beings that are here to work with the telepathy and how the telepathy and the vibration of the frequency works. And it is here to open the minds of a particular group of beings that have volunteered to be here at this time. The frequency of the whales, for instance, is activating the frequency of their Hmm, as we want to say, foot soldiers, the ones who have come into the human form, who are the whale counterparts, the ones who have come from the other realms where the whale, hmm, the whale community exists. And they have come in the human form, and the others have come in the form of the whales. They are activating their telepathy, they are activating their pineal glands, they are activating and bringing in the ascension for these groups of people that are now getting prepared for their next phase of what it is they are here to do. And these are sea beings, like sea creatures, like mermaids or, or humanoid uh, beings that live underwater? Is that what that is? Mm. You mean the ones that are yet to be discovered that we were speaking of? Yes, at first I thought maybe this was going to be uh, a deep sea creature that just lives deep under the ocean. But after listening to you a little bit, I got the feeling that this is more intelligent, more humanoid type of sea creature or being. Yes, it may, not, it may not be as you might would picture it in the storybooks, the beautiful long-haired mermaid with the seashells and the pretty little tail, but it is, um, it is a being that will mimic the appearance of a partial human. Yes. 
Hmm. Interesting. They've been here for a long time or they just recently got came here and became activated. Hmm. There is a portal deep within the sea, very deep within the sea. There are some who are aware of it. There are some who, who, who even monitor it, so to speak. Is this humans or is mm -hmm. this other this would, be, this would be the ones among you. They are aware and they watch and they are aware of this portal of transportation. These beings that we are speaking of, they do not wish to exist here, but they have built homes here, so to speak, as they are here to assist at this time. But they do have a vibrational way, a portal in the deep sea to make an exit if they choose to do that and go back to their original planet. So they are here to help and assist. They are here to help stabilize the planet. It, they are not here so much for the human kind, but they are here for the planet and, and working at stabilizing the planet for the transitions. Okay. Is this to assist with the fifth dimensional level? It is, yes. May I ask, where, where did they come from? If they come from a certain planet? We are seeing if we can access the information for you. Hold on. They are from another planet, yes. The planet that they are from, it does hold much of the same traits as the Earth planet. There is land and there is a lot of the same type of nature that you experience here on this planet. These beings live within the waters in that planet and they have built civilizations there. And they they do things, they go to school, they, they work, they are very educated. Hmm. It is not school like you do here, but it is a form of learning when they're in their younger years. They do the same type of education as far as teaching their children and setting time aside each day for this teaching. And they have communities. They have, hmm, much like you would have a village here, they have communities like that where they live in in what you might would call a village and little family units throughout their water planet. Have they been here for pretty long to help out with the 5D ascension, the fifth dimensional level? They have been here for many generations. Hmm. There are some there are some that have been here that have not known their other world. They only know this one. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. But they do have they do have ways to get home if they need to. On their planet, are they considered fifth dimension on their planet? They are laughing at us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they are like, oh, you are so caught up in this fifth dimension. This is Daniel, by the way. I am. I love these beings, and I love it that we are talking to these beings today. Mm. They are laughing because it is. It is not. Mm, 
it is not important to them what dimension they are in or what vibration they are at because they come from love and so this is not a concern to them. They are already high vibration. They do not understand when you're in third dimension, you want to get to fifth dimension. Uh, but these would be beings that are six and seven is how we would want to identify them for you. They are just, just above the fifth dimension. So they are able to move throughout the dimensions. They are able to move into a fifth dimension reality. And some of them, it would appear that when, when the earth does shift into its fifth dimension, and that reality becomes the consistent reality that is experienced by those who exist here. In time, these beings will make themselves known to the community of the humans, because at this time, the, the humans can communicate with these beings telepathically, and then there would be no fear. There, there would be more of an empathic exchange, so there would be no need to fear what they do not know, because the energy would be exchanged before the uh, interaction is made. They would know that they are safe. This is why there are so many out there right now that do not communicate with the, with the humans because the humans go into fear of what they do not know. And when something shows up that they do not know, then they go into fear and into reaction and into what you call the fight or flight reaction of fear, which is dangerous for these other beings to be around. And so they do not make their appearance as much as they would like to. But as this Evolution, this evolving, continues. You guys, as the human race, will start experiencing a lot more of the realities around you that you have not been able to see because it has stayed hidden from you out of, out of not wanting to be harmed by the fear. Mm. They are excited for this time as well. They would like to, they would like to play with you. <laughs> they're very, very playful. Uh, does the, since we're talking about them and we, and we have access through Daniel as well, do they have any messages or any thoughts to relate to the YouTube collective? Mm. They're showing us to, they want to highlight their third eye. It is like an aqua blue crystal right in their third eye. And they, um, mm. This one is in her head saying, I wish I were an artist. I would draw this for you. They have like this, I can't even describe it for you, the way that their face looks. It is somewhat human in, in the face of this being. And then the skull might fan out a little bit. Instead of having hair, it is almost like, like a fish would have its, its fin that pops up and is made of those thin bones. They have these thin bones a pop up around what we would consider the skull and this would be like their hair and then of course their fingers and hands have the webbing and hmm, we are thinking we only see three fingers and a thumb and hopefully we are seeing that right with them this is what they show us and they're kind of narrow and small in body and then of course they have their uh, their fin for a tail. They do, they do not have legs. And then what they're showing us is they have gills that run through what would be our rib cage. They, they have some gills much like fish that move through there. Hmm. 
this is interesting. This one is saying, oh, I would have thought their gills would be up by their face, but we are seeing it as running through their rib cage. Hmm. What color are they? That is a good question. We are seeing, we are seeing more than one color or shade to the color. We are seeing a, we are going to enjoy this little dog for a moment. And we all just take it in. If we stop and, and absorb the energy of the barking, maybe it will calm the dog down. Okay, so what we are seeing is almost a grayish green color for one of the colors. And then there is a blue tint and a more gray tint. And we are not sure why they are showing us the three different colors, but I think that they are just showing us that there is there is a variety of different shades, just like we have different colors of skin on the human. So there are different shades that can... Oh. We think that what they are showing us is that they are in different temperatures of water. Mm. So that may make the difference, just, just like somebody who is in the sun more has darker skin these when they're in different temperatures of water may have different colors of skin hmm. yes and the tails of course can vary as well do they have a name by any chance do they go by a certain name or a certain group name these beings go a lot by the pitches they make pitches just just like the dolphins and the whales make their their sound. These, these beings will make high-pitched noises. And so when, when we are talking names, it is more of a sound or a variety of sounds. They would not necessarily go by a name, but much like all the beings that are here to support and, and cheer on the humankind, if you would like to give them a name, they will receive the name and they'll carry that name for you. But they are, they are more off of the frequency and the sound that is produced from them. They are known by their frequency. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Are they here for helping with raising the vibration of the earth or they're more here for mankind or to raise, help raise their vibration? They very much enjoy mankind, but they are here for the planet and for the sea life. They are here to help to keep as much of the toxicity that is happening on the planet, rather through pollution or through chemicals that are making its way into the water. They are doing their best to clean up the waters through their frequencies, through their energy and vibration, as they are very limited with what they can do at this time, they are doing their best to keep the water stable and they are doing their best to keep the earth itself stable. So they are using the vibration, they are using their frequencies and their, their knowledge. They are very wise beings and they are using this to help stabilize the earth and, and the water. Are they um, being successful at this or is it pretty hard. I know there's probably a, a lot to clean up. We're looking to see.
they are much like the fairies in the sense that they have a great love for humankind and they want to see the success of humankind, but they are very disgusted, so to speak, or very frustrated with how how dense the humankind can be sometimes when it pollutes its own waters and it it brings filth and garbage into the streams and the waterways and they just shake their head as they do not understand this this level of thinking of why would you do this to the your your own planet why would you do this to your own systems of life you need the water you need the plants you need the air you breathe why are you doing this to it so they're on that same level of frustration of not understanding why humans have not figured out to um, to be more mindful of what it is they are doing to this beautiful planet that they live on and they're inviting everyone to just we imagine everyone listening to this video, you are not the problem. You are the ones that are working at cleaning up this world. But if anyone is listening to this, that is being not very mindful of their, what do you call this, the footprint you leave on the planet, they're inviting you to just rise above this and look at this beautiful planet and look at the damage that gets done to it daily with the overuse of of products and the over abuse of not being mindful of how you're treating the planet and, and what you're doing with your waste and just start being more mindful even if every person did this you wouldn't have to be mindful of the other person just yourself and so they ask each person to be more mindful of the waste that they are creating and the way that they are disposing of that waste mm. This one's laughing. She says, it sounds like a little Greenpeace meeting going on here. But yes, we need, we, we enjoy the opportunity to remind everyone that this is a beautiful place to be. This is a sanctuary and treat it as such. This is, this is a very special planet. Treat it as such. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I think I know the answer to this question, but do you see mankind cleaning up their act cleaning up the environment and living clean and if there are many yes there are many especially among the children the children will not tolerate this anymore the children are the ones who inherit this beautiful planet and if you notice it is the younger generations that are building the the contraptions the machinery the things that are being put out into the water to collect the debris that are being put out into the beaches to scoop up and clean the sand that are being inspired to go out and and clean up the the waste the stuff that is left behind in parks and other areas and they are starting to be very environmentally aware and so it is the younger generation <clears throat> the ones that that can see the damage that has been done with all of the over-consuming. And they are starting to put their foot down. And as they get older and into positions of power themselves, they are making the changes. So yes, we do see this happening. And we applaud everyone 
not just the youth. We applaud everyone that has been stepping forward and doing the same as we know that there are masses and masses of people that are in this collective of taking care of the planet. We are not overlooking you. We are just pointing out that the new children coming in, they are here to clean up the planet. That is part of their design. That is part of their purpose. We already have the ones who came in to clean up the political arenas, which is going on. And now the next generation will be coming in to clean up the mess, the physical mess of the planet, if that helps. Yes. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm assuming cleaning up the political arena is uh, much of a challenge. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes, the, uh, <clears throat> the political arenas, there is much that needs to be exposed and collapsed in this area. And we are not, again, here to call anything good or bad. It, it, it just is. But it is something that is, it is time for a change. It is time for this old system to drop away. The souls of the masses are calling for it. And that is something that will continue to happen. And this journey to the 5D Earth cannot tolerate the old ways of of how things are run it will not it has to collapse in order for the new to be built makes sense um before we leave off of the sea creatures or sea beings or is has mermaids ever existed on earth is mermaids real of course mermaids are real <laughs> mm. do they still exist or Mermaids do still exist, and they are coexisting with the Earth realm. Mm, you will, we are looking to see how you could connect with the mermaids. They are existing in a different realm or reality. And this again, this is, this is the magic that is now being exposed in, in your reality. This is the magic that is now being revealed, is the word we want, revealed in your reality. The magic is real. The magic is real. Mm -hmm. Hashtag. Mm -hmm. So we do invite you to step into the magic. The mermaids you will find. Mm. We are not familiar with this area. We want to say off beaches of Tahiti, which this one has never been to. So this is why we're we are looking, we see the beach. She just does not, it is not familiar to her. Okay. There is white sand. There is turquoise water. That could be a lot of places. She is laughing at us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. But you will find the mermaids off in the deeper waters of more tropical areas and areas that they feel safe in. Most likely they are much like the Bigfoot. They will not they will not allow themselves to be seen unless they feel safe. And so most of those who have seen a mermaid are under the contract of not speaking of it. Interesting. So there are those out there in your world, in your reality, who have seen the mermaids, but have agreed to not speak of it because it would put them in danger. And the only way you could see a mermaid is if your heart is pure and a pure heart would not put them in danger. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
Do mermaids live in the same dimension or realm as fairies by any chance? Of course, yes. The fairies, the mermaids swim freely in the fairy realm, but they do not swim as freely in this realm. But they do enjoy coming to visit and being in this realm. Mm -hmm. There is a lot that goes on in the fairy realm where they will merge every once in a while with this realm, with this reality. And that will happen more as as their safety is more ensured with the higher vibrations. Interesting. You may notice that more people are capturing the fairies on camera. If you were to go and look for that, say, on your computers, you will find that more people mm. are able to capture the fairies. Mm. In fact, this one is saying, somebody sent me pictures of that just the other day. So if you were watching this video, we thank you for those pictures. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, I think in... You said fairies are many things, including orbs. When people see orbs floating mm -hmm. around them, it could be fairies. The orbs could be many things. They are an energy form. They could be even your loved ones from other realms coming okay. into to visit you. But yes, oftentimes the fairies will show up as orbs as well. It is how your eyes are picking them up. It is evidence that you are in a place where you can be more vulnerable and they will sense that and allow you to see them. Interesting. And here's an interesting question. In one of the books I read, Mermaids was created during the times of Atlantis. And that's where we get the stories from mermaids. Is that somewhat true? Or is that... Mm story we think it is cute that you are asking this question because if you were to close your eyes right now and we're going to ask you to do this if you were to close your eyes right now and imagine that you were in the water outside of atlantis you know you have peered upon atlantis many times as a mermaid or a merman whichever you prefer to call yourself mm. You have had this experience. You have been in Atlantis with the legs and you have been around Atlantis without the legs in the form of the, the mer people. So our answer to you is yes. And you are drawn to that question because you have experience with that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> since we, since I brought up Atlantis, do you have, information about Atlantis by any chance? Mm, Atlantis was a beautiful time. It was the structures that were created in Atlantis were beyond what you see now in the cities. They were very beautiful, very, mm, we are looking for the right words to describe these structures. They were elegant, they were, the, the structures themselves would carry vibration. They were very mindful communities among the Atlanteans. Do you have specific questions that we could answer about this? Maybe that would help us to understand what you would like to know.
Sure. Um, I didn't know how much information you had access to, but um, anything along the lines of what was Atlantis like living in Atlantis, the type of people, uh, what they look like, if you had anything like that, um, social structure, building that they had energy crystals and they were able to uh, change the structure, the the molecules and the crystals to make certain things out of them. And I just mm -hmm. wanted to know if you had any information about that as well. What we would like to say is there's a lot of information about Atlantis already in your um, accessibility that is accurate. It is people accessing memories. We do see that there is pyramids within Atlantis as well as large structural buildings. A, um, a city-like atmosphere where large communities lived. There is marketplaces. There are, there are pathways. Some of them are made of stone and some of them are made of dirt. There is, there is the ability to, it looks like, it looks like they used, not like cars, but like little flying vehicles, vehicles to get them around. It's just hard to explain the vehicle. And they had species of animals that you do not have on the planet at this time. We are kind of looking at this from an aerial view, just so you know why we are looking around. And we are trying to pinpoint things that might be of interest. There is, there is a large sense of community, a large sense of, mm, they did not necessarily experience the oneness connection, the, but they did understand community and they understood taking care of each other. There are farmers, there are villages, there are outskirts of communities. There is a sense of, there is a large sense of open heart chakra energy emanating from this, this picture that we are viewing. There is a lot of heart connection among the people. The relationship connections with Atlantis people were very empathic, so to speak. They were very connected to each other. There's a lot of kindness. There's not fear like there is in this world now. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. We do believe fear came later towards the end of Atlantis, but in this particular moment that we are looking at, we may be looking at the babier stages of Atlantis as it was evolving is the population does not seem overwhelming as we look at it, but the communities seem very close and very caring and open-hearted and the relationships seem very close. The children are laughing and playing and running and enjoying themselves and they're working in their fields and gardens and their marketplaces. And there are many helping each other. There is not the this is yours this is mine it is more of it is more of the community of everyone helps everyone 
Do you have more questions about that? Uh, yes. W what kind of technology did they have? In some of the ancient books, they said that they had advanced technology and energy sources. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we'll take you back to the crystals. The crystals were a very um, high technology source of energy and information. There was a activation of the crystals back then that we did not see in today's world. There is a knowledge of how to access the powers of the crystals. There are certain crystals that you would put together to create certain energy fields, certain magnetic poles, certain frequencies, and vibrations for what the, whatever it is that they were needing it for. Much like you put gas in a car, they were using the crystals to power and to create and to manifest. Interesting. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned gas and vehicles. Does, they were using these crystals to power their vehicles as well? That is the way we are seeing it, yes. Not just the vehicles, but also the buildings themselves. They're, they had advanced systems within their, their buildings, within their vehicles. It would be hard for us to explain because this one that we are speaking through would have no reference points for that. <laughs> All in due time. <laughs> she is learning. Here's a question I always had. Um, it said, well, actually this would be two questions now after I'm thinking about it. Are we supposed to explore some of this lost technology that Atlantis had? Um, whether it was the crystals, whether it dealt with transportation or medical technology with crystals. Are we supposed to explore this technology or are we supposed to look in, into something more, something bigger? What we wanna to say to you on the exploring the crystals is you already have all the information you need Mm -hmm. What is missing is the activation of remembering that information. There is, for instance, you could hand two different people the same crystal and one will say, oh my goodness, can you feel that? And the other one will go, that's pretty, right? They're not feeling it, but they, they see and recognize it's pretty. The other one can be holding it and being activated. Oh, my hand is getting warm. Oh, do you feel the vibration of that crystal? That person is most likely somebody that has had a lifetime in Atlantis where there is a memory of that activation, how to use that crystal with the energy and the abilities already within the human form. What we are saying to you is as, as the ascension process continues, as everyone continues to awaken, there are those who are remembering already how to activate the crystals for the healing, for their resources for the power and as this continues to happen it becomes part of the collective consciousness and where one person learns 
two people learn, three people learn, and so on and so on. And it keeps amplifying this information until it becomes common knowledge out into the world, just like other things among your civilization has become common knowledge. Like first you had phones that hung on the wall and how exciting was that? You could pick this up this device and you could call your neighbor and you didn't have to walk all the way over there. How fun is that? Then everybody had phones. Before it was just a few. Now everybody has phones. Then you get the phone that comes with the, no cords. Ooh, how exciting is that? I can walk through my whole house and I do not have to mind the cord. And then next thing you know, everybody has cordless phones and so on and so on. And now everybody's got little computers in their hands. And now everybody has those. It is much like that with, with this knowledge as you step into learning how to use the crystals. And that crystal technology is already within your phones. But as you learn more about that crystal technology, how to activate the crystals, how to work with the crystals, then it becomes common. First it's the few and then few more, and then next thing you know, everybody has it. And that is what it'll be like. You will look back and be like, do you remember when we didn't know how to use a crystal? And that is going to be the conversations where now everybody, could you imagine if our children ever grew up in that time frame where we didn't know how to use crystals? Just like we say about the children now, who don't know what a dial-up phone is. So we are telling you that this technology is going to continue to expand at rapid rates and you will know how to use the energy of this resource that you are living on. This whole planet is filled with these beautiful crystals. We could even call it the crystal planet if you like because there is so much crystal within this planet. And as you activate and learn how to use that, you will gain the knowledge of the crystals. You will you will remember how to use and activate the crystals, how to combine the crystals and the stones to create what it is you would like to create. Just like those who are already so drawn to the crystals know which crystal to put on to help them with whatever it is they are going through. So I hope that answered your question, but the technology of the crystals is definitely coming forward and more and more people are accessing that. It is your future. Interesting. And this was the second part of that qu question was that I heard that the reason why Atlantis comes up in, you know, different movies, different books, different stories, and people are so connected to it is because uh, there are more people reincarnated, reincarnated now than any time in history, previous history with Atlantis. Does that feel about right? Oh, that's a good question. So what do we want to say to you about the reincarnation of the Atlantean people is yes. And just like we were saying, those who have had experiences with Atlantis can pick up a crystal and have that different experience than somebody that maybe has not. But here's the beautiful thing of it. You are a giant soul. Your soul is so big it will not fit in the, just this little vehicle. So you are just one aspect of that soul. And what we say to you is that one aspect of one, one soul from Atlantis can occupy multiple vehicles. Aspects of that memory or that imprint or that code of Atlantis can be implanted into multiple vehicles. And that is what is happening. We see many of these Atlantean beings coming in and they are coming in in 
in forms of three to five so that they can activate. If that makes any sense, we'll try to, we will try to make that make sense. <laughs> so as you create this, let's say you have three, you came in and embodied three of these vehicles to be activators. Those three vehicles will come together in this planet and then they will create a trinity and they will create a magnificent energy within the trinity to amplify. For the ones that come in in five, they will come together. They will form the energy. They may even find themselves on different points of the planet to spread themselves out to create a grid. And there are many of these units, these groups that have come in and they are placed strategically to activate this energy when the time is right. There is a big, a big activation coming. We talked about the wave in August. Mm -hmm. we, we, we prepare you that there is activations coming and these activations will be amplified by these groups of beings that have been placed here with the knowledge of Atlantis and how to use the crystals within this planet. So it sounds like some knowledge is going to be unlocked or unfold mm -hmm. with that energy wave. Yes, knowledge will be, the blocks will be removed is what we would like to say. The knowledge has always been there. The blocks to the knowledge will be removed. And that is when the access to these energy points will be amplified and more people will understand how to use them. When they come from a place of love, they will have the access. And when they come from that place of love, they'll be able to create the most magnificent things with this energy, with this frequency, as they learn how to use it. Some of you are already identifying with this. This is very interesting. As we are talking to you, we can feel there is a group of people that are listening to this video that are already in this moment of connecting to the crystals within the core and figuring out how to use this energy and bring it up into the planet and we applaud you for that this is exactly why the information is coming to you at this time it is time for those activations to start happening we are getting very close to this complete transition okay well if you resonate with atlantis either pick a, a dolphin mermaid trident anything that you feel connected to in the comments below if you're connected to atlantis <laughs> Another thing I wanted to explore is healing technology that Atlantis had. Can you explain that a little bit? Mm. The healing technology that Atlantis had. The Atlanteans, they understood more about how to heal their bodies. It was not stripped away from them like it has been for humankind now. They used the frequencies. They used the frequencies to heal and to, to move illness out of their bodies. Hmm. We are hearing that this is not, it was not 100%, that just as anything is not, it was not always successful, but it was 
Mm. We're hearing it is it was like a ceremony of sorts to move the energy out of to move the illness and the energy out of the body using the technology using the hmm, possibly the chanting the the tones and pitches of not just the crystals but their voices and to move the they are calling them the demons move the demons out of their bodies that is what they saw the illness as like a demon that does make sense mm -hmm. and so they would extract the demons out of the body through vibration and allow the body to return back to its health we are seeing this could happen it evolved over time mm. much like your world has evolved with its technology around medical information it is almost as if your world has evolved up to here and then went hmm maybe we should go back to some of these old ways of how they were doing things and and starting to figure out the frequencies the vibrations the um the foods that you are eating and the different things that are being created on your planet are also involved in the illnesses that you will experience so just all being figured out there is balance being created you mentioned pyramids earlier and you i think in another previous video you mentioned pyramids as well what were the purpose for pyramids for atlantis the pyramids are always a point of energy they are always hmm, so many have tried to explain the pyramids <laughs> yes <laughs> The pyramids are a source of activation. They're always placed in very strategic places um, along the Earth's crust, along the ley lines, along the energy lines of the planet. And these energy lines, well, the, they, they hold a, a force or a light or a field that is amplified by the structure of the pyramid. We are hearing it like they are a marker of the light. They are a marker of the light, the energy source. We are seeing the light as if it is coming in from, from above to the pyramid, but we get the sense that it is, if it is doing that, it is also coming from below. There is this connecting point. There is a lot of energy they are dormant right now, by the way, but there is a lot of energy that was being used through the system of the pyramids and using the crystals within the Earth's crust and the energy lines within the, the Earth itself. They were a... Um, they were an access point to dare we say the gods they were <laughs> we are sorry we're laughing because this one is showing it to us like a bat signal from batman <laughs> so That's there there was there was access points portals um ways to create healing within the pyramids the the amplified energy they there's just so much information that could go with the pyramids that 
would be hard to explain, but mm. the pyramids are definitely used in many different phases of the Earth's cycles, many different realities. Uh, what do we want to say? There has been many cycles of human existence on the Earth, and many, many times the pyramids have been used. A lot of a lot of tribes, a lot of beings, whether it is Atlanteans or the ones before them or the ones after them, believe that the pyramid was the home for the souls, and then the light would come and collect the souls and bring them home. There is a lot of theories about this pyramid, but that is one of them. That is where the souls would go to rest until the source energy would come and bring them home through the light. And we do believe that this is one of the beliefs of the Atlanteans, that this was a resting place for the souls that have left their bodies. And they would wait there for their call home through the light. Like a portal? Mm -hmm. And do you have other questions? Yes. You mentioned that the pyramids are dormant. Are, are they supposed to be activated mm -hmm. in the future by any chance? Or are they supposed to be left dormant? There will be some that are left dormant, but there will be a few that are activated to bring in they are one of the ancient sites that will be activated to bring in the source energy that is necessary to raise the planet. But at this time, if all the pyramids were activated, if all of these points of energy were activated, it would be too much for the humankind. They are not ready for that, that level of vibration to come into the planet at this time. One third, one third of this planet will be activated. One third of this planet will the portals to these ancient sites will be activated to create the energy to raise the vibration of the planet to prepare for the next phase. Many of you are asking, when is this happening? When is this happening? We hear you. And we understand your need or desire to know. We say to you that there is a lot of activity that will be going on in this next two-year cycle. Hmm you will notice a lot of changes. You can look at it today and look back to last year and you can see that there has been a lot of changes on our planet at this time. And so we say to you to keep watching, keep watching the evidences around you all the time. The way people are acting is different. The way that you are responding is different. Your access to information has been heightened. You are finding the next thing and the next thing and the next thing because you are becoming more aware, more open, and more available for the information to find you. You are already responding to the frequency upgrades. You are already responding to your new programs that are allowing you to have access to the next level of information. And as you keep on being willing and keep on being able and keep on inviting the next piece of information, you will find it and you will, if you start keeping track, if you are one of those that might keep a journal, per se, you will be able to look back and see how much you have grown in just a short time. You can do this in different increments. You can look back at three months, you can look back at six months, and so on. You will find 
that you can almost pinpoint when those jumps are happening, when your journaling will shift into another level, when your information that you are drawing in shifts to another level. The activations that have, this one has been doing through mm, her ascension processes, her ascension sessions, has been bringing people into their light language, their codes, their information, their insights to why they are here and what is going on on the planet. This is all to help you access that next level. You can all go within yourselves and ask for this information to come in. It is a personal journey. Mm, there are many that are ready and many that are excited for this next phase. And we just say to you, ask for those upgrades, those frequencies, those new programs to come in and to work gently with you as that happens. Mm. Lots of information that will be coming in in the next two-year cycle. And we are excited for you all to be ready for this. It is a very exciting time, and these portals are a part of that activation. It is happening. Sounds like a lot of stuff's going to be going on pretty soon. You are already in a lot of stuff that's going on. Have you been able to feel the frequencies that have been hitting you in the last week? There has been a wave. There has been a lot of energy coming in that has been moving through. A lot of the, a lot of you are experiencing it and having symptoms from these frequencies that are coming in. Hmm. Yeah, that is another one. If you want to put that in your little chat box below, let us know. Let us know if you feel the frequencies that are coming in at this time. Um, yeah, I think so, because I know some of my coworkers have been complaining about headaches and nausea. So when they mm -hmm. said something, it popped, the thought popped in my mind, like, hmm, what if, what if this has something to do with it? So, but I know with me, I think the energy must have hit my lower back because I was feeling some pain back there mm. <laughs> last week. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of symptoms like that, like you were saying, the headache, the nausea, the dry mouth even, the mm. appetite change, the, the feeling sleepy or feeling like you're bouncing off the walls. Everyone is affected a little differently. We would like to have you comment on how you are feeling the energy that is coming in. It would be good for everyone to share because then if someone else is experiencing the same thing, maybe it will help them to understand it. And that is where it is good to become a community, to share and to take care of each other. Absolutely. Here's another question with the pyramids. How, how did they build the pyramids? Whether whether it's Atlantis or Egypt, it doesn't matter, but also are there the same type of pyramids? The ones in Atlantis and Egypt, or were they different? Mm. What we are seeing with the ones in Atlantis, as you had mentioned, the crystals were a form of great manifestation for them, a great sense of power. And the ones that mastered the power were able to use the crystals to form the pyramids. Then, much in the same way, much in the same way as the other pyramids that have been made, 
there are many mysterious secrets around the pyramids. And we will see if we can access this. Hmm. There were beings here that were not of your planet. There were beings here that were not of your planet that helped to construct the pyramids because this is how this is how they were able to keep track of what was going on on this planet to help to help evolve and to help the planet, the people, the beings on the planet to move through their enlightenment at that phase of the earth. There was a lot of visitors back then. You do not experience that the same way now. But there were a lot of visitors back then from other worlds. During the time of Atlantis or, mm -hmm. or other times? Atlantis and Egyptian times and any of the times where the old structures of the pyramids were being built. There were, there were lots of beings that were able to access the communities without without the fear and they would help them they would help them to evolve they would show them how to hmm, how to provide for themselves how to provide for their communities how to advance in their world as they knew it and they were building these pyramids as access points to they, like we said earlier, they are like portals. This is how they would move into this space. And so they had built these pyramids to create access points to the planet. So they helped these off-planet beings help build these pyramids with their advanced technology. Um, what were these beings? Were they called something? Well, there are many names that they had gone by. And they were treated much like gods when they were here. And some of these beings misused that power. You're seeing that. Mm. We are hearing the Anunnaki. Mm -hmm. And we are... We are not sure of all the clans or all of the councils that were able to reach the planet, but there were many bird-like beings. There were many of possibly the Lyrans as we know them now. Not sure what they may have gone by, but again, a lot of these names that we call these beings by are man-made names. And we are trying to reference your, your name for these groups so that you will understand them. There were groups of giants there were three to four different groups from the, the bird clans. We say to look at your, your writings on the wall. They will reveal to you which groups were here. And you already know that. <laughs> all of you watching already know that. This one here is not familiar with all their, their names. And so for us to not have that reference for you, we do apologize. And she apologizes as she does not study that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's okay. Um, what about the Palladians and Assyrians? Did they help with anything with Atlantis or Egypt, either one? 
or Atlantis. I'm not seeing the Palladians around Egypt, but there is connections with, yes, they were part of the Atlantean groups that would come in with technology. There was another group as well, and it could be the Syrians. We feel as if the Orion Council of Light, there was many councils, and we feel like they were very much involved with the Egyptian group. This is what we are, we are seeing, Orion. We are seeing Orion, and this is why we are saying this, this feels to be true, that it is the Orion group, the councils that we're coming in to work with, with that group at that time. But you also have the Mayan groups. You have the, their, and they have their own people, their own groups that came in to help them. Hmm. Every group on the planet had their own section of galactic councils that would come and help. So it gets very deep in that when you're looking at it. There, is, there has been many among this planet that have been allowed to come in and, and assist until they were not allowed to come in and assist anymore as it became a, an abuse of power. Was so my next question? <laughs> I was wondering. I was assuming that was the reason, but I was just wanted to confirm what was the if we were getting these visitors from other planets in the past, you know, and they were more open. What changed and what happened? Hmm. These beings would come in from these other galactic councils to help and assist and as they entered into the third dimension of the earth realm, keep in mind that this is a very ego-based reality. This is a reality where the ego likes, likes to have its uh, um, recognition. That is the word we want to use. And as these beings from the higher vibrations would come in and to the third dimension and they would spend much time here to help and assist they started to be affected by the ego by the lower vibrations by the the duality of the third dimension and they got lost in that and they they came to the power that they were given by the humans that looked up to them that treated them like gods and in some cases that was abused and the safety of the galactic councils that were meeting with the humans was compromised as they started to recognize the effect that the planet was having on their energy fields with the duality with the mm, the vibration of the third dimension the ego and all of that and so it had been made a rule that they could not interfere anymore. Interesting, because they're still connected to their planet, even though they're at on our planet. Mm-hmm. That energy is still connected. Yes. Oh, interesting. And one last question with Atlantis, and what happened to Atlantis? Hmm. Was it destroyed? Was it? flood that wiped them out what's your perspective on it 
we are asking to see what had happened with Atlantis. It is a sad time. Those of you that are watching that are connected to Atlantis, you may be feeling that heart tug as well. It is a very sad time in, in our history of this planet. It is a combination of things that happened. It would seem that there is earth movement underneath the, the Atlantean civilization, but we also see the light coming into the pyramid. And so with that light coming into the pyramid, we are looking at that as if it was brought on to the civilization. Something came in to move that energy underneath that sink and flooded and destroyed. We are not sure how to interpret that. We just want to give you the information of what we see. And uh, there, there is many cries of sadness as we look at this. It does feel as if there was more to Atlantis collapsing than just the earth shifting. There was intention behind it from another source. And we are not clear what that purpose was. Maybe it's too difficult to connect to it or explore that. We feel that this is not being revealed to us because it is, it is not to be known. It is... It is not of benefit to understand or know why, because as the human beings existing on the planet now, you, you may not have the ability to comprehend why this would happen, why this is the plan of action that was taken. It may not seem justifiable, is how I am hearing it. It may not seem justifiable to someone who is in the physical body at this time, having the human experience. So this is, this is an awareness that will happen. Mm. Once you are out of the human experience, you will see the bigger picture and you'll be able to understand from a different perspective. But from the human perspective, it is hard to understand why this could happen. Okay, I understand. Was it abuse of power by any chance? There was abuse of power. There was, mm, there was a lot of, remember in the beginning, we were saying how everyone was coming from a place of love. It is much like an infection. If it spreads, then the whole body is affected. And there was hearts that were turned, hearts that became negative, And it was much like an infection that spread. And so what was once a place of love and kindness where you would not lock your doors at night, you would not have to, became a place of fear and mm. a place of mm, words like rape and pillage came to mind. It was not safe to walk the streets. It was a place of danger. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot that had changed from the first evolution of Atlantis to where it was when it was collapsed. Interesting. Is it time for us to bring back? Oh, um, I was about to say if there's anything else you would like to share. Uh, I don't know. I think Tracy might be running out of time. 
but mm -hmm. I think that's it. Unless you have anything else you would like to share. No, that is it at this time. We appreciate you bringing us in and giving us this time to speak today. Thank, Thank you, you very much. I think I'm running out of time. I've got dogs bringing me shoes and no. <laughs> no fun. Well, that was, that was interesting to bring in that shaman. <laughs> that was a different type of shaman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's been happening. I've been getting new, new groups coming in with the different sessions I've been doing. That's been introducing me to new groups. And then I don't know if that just opens that door to start. <laughs> There's my shoe. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I think that's part of what's going on is that it's um, bringing in, you know. Well, that's one of the things I think over this over doing these, we have been inviting the new other groups to come in because I've been very limited on who I know is out there, and right. so they have been bringing in new groups, and that was definitely one of them. <laughs> Funny. And the sessions that Tracy's talking about is the Ascension sessions that she has one-on-one -on -one with her clients and she's uh, exploring new territories from what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, lots of fun and exciting new territories and um, Jason's encouraging me to make some videos to put out for that. So I have one that I put out today. Well, when you, when you watch this, it won't be today, but um, it's about the new earth and the activation of the portals. And this was a client of mine that was willing to let me make a video with that. So that's going to be out. And there's a couple more that I'm going to inquire about and see if I can get them out for everybody to listen to because they are pretty exciting. You know, there's good stuff, lots of healing and different things going on. Lots Absolutely. of councils out there. So. Hopefully Tracy lets me share the videos. <laughs> oh my yes, God. you have my permission to share all the videos. <laughs> Once I get permission, you have permission. So yes. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. And um, one of the statements I would like to make is that uh, for Atlantis, I do have another channel. It's called Guardians of Magic, and it talks about Atlantis and ancient Egypt and so on. So if you're interested in some more information about that, just check out that channel. It's called Guardians of Magic. So. Yeah, that's that's one of the things doing that channel. I could feel that there was a lot of people that are watching this that are connected to Atlantis. And so I encourage you to, to do explore that. I don't know a lot about Atlantis, so sorry. That does limit the channel when I don't have a lot of information or, or verbiage for it to help share. Um, it was interesting because you were asking me about the pyramids or asking the channel, I should say, about the pyramids. And I kept seeing that the pyramids weren't like, you know, like they weren't part of the city. They were like off in their own little area. And I kept seeing them as gold. But then when you were asking about building them, I could totally see they were made of stone and that it was a, a frequency that was around them that was making them appear gold to me. So that was something that didn't get said. But yeah, so that was another yeah, that's one of the things of being in the, you know, being there with the channel and get some of these pictures and, um, you know, later I can kind of be like, oh, you know. <laughs> Did you say it was a gold pyramid, you said? I was seeing them in my mind as they were gold. Ah. But then when you were asking about the building of them, is that in there? <laughs> Wonderful. I so. do recommend if you have any interest, uh, 
there's a couple of chapters of Atlantis and it happens to be in here. I don't know if it was gold, but it was like a yellow light. They, they yeah, it was a light. It wasn't, they were made of stone, but there was a frequency that made them appear. And in her book, yeah. she was saying that you, you couldn't get too close to them unless you was of a high vibration. If mm. you got too close to them, you would go insane because the energy would be too intense. So that makes sense. Wow. That you saw. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Confirmation guys. There you go. <laughs> I didn't know about that. On the uh, spot. Yeah. That's awesome. That's one of the things I was talking to Jason about earlier is uh, Dolores Cannon's books. I have several of them and I haven't been able to read any of them. And we keep and you we, busy. <laughs> we have, well, yeah, but we decided that maybe the reason that I never have been able to dive into one of those books is because I needed to keep the channel clear because I don't want to be influenced. And I did not read that. So that is no. exciting to have the confirmation. So, yeah, I believe it too, you know. Yeah. So. an unbiased opinion <laughs> yeah. well we can hope so yeah so that's the only drawback to that is i also don't have a lot of verbiage or terminology for what what maybe i might be seeing or what they're trying to express through that but yeah i see what um, you're saying like if there was a certain term a certain viewpoint yeah the way that they're trying to describe something i just i wasn't understanding what they were because i, I I tend to get a feeling or something around it. And I, I was like, I don't know what they're trying to say here. So then they were trying to use my, my dictionary. <laughs> so, yeah. So I wasn't, wasn't able to help with that, but, um, but it's, it's an amazing, it was, what was really cool is to look at that when, when they were doing that helicopter view of it, I really seriously felt like I was floating over Atlantis looking down at it and you could see people they were walking holding hands kids were playing it just really had a wonderful vibe to it mm -hmm. but then i'm realizing or, or they're showing me that they're looking at an earlier form of it and then as you were asking about the end times it was dark it was it was scary and intense and yeah. i was like oh yeah that's why they took that out because it was it was bad <laughs> so I'm yeah. pretty sure they're like, uh, we don't like this dark energy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was infected. Like they said, it, it, it spread. It was, um, yeah, it, it's not far from, you know, some of the stuff we experience in current day reality where, mm -hmm. you know, people hit fear and they do scary things out of fear. And, and that's kind of what happened. And it leads so. me to my next point. I did do a video on that other channel, Guardians of Magic the similarities between Atlantis and right now, like mm. the two political parties, they had two political parties. One was kind of good and one was dark and they were fighting with each other. It was greed, power, and there's some, some similarities, some yeah. similarities. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's no, okay. Here, I'll mute while you talk. <laughs> so there were some similarities, whether it's political, some of the energy and, and uh, clothing, transportation, and just kind of like our, our normal lives. And that was another reason in, in one of her books, Dolores Cannon's books, is that a lot of people are reincarnated now is because the life 
nowadays is a similar life they had in Atlantis and they can they can relate to it. It's not a yeah hard like growing up in Roman times, e Egyptian times and so on. So a lot of the stuff that they were used to, like a stove, you know, cooking and cleaning houses, community mm -hmm. is similar. So yeah. you might you might enjoy that one. <laughs> I'll leave a link to it in the description. It's a good plan. Is that also on the, the same page that you put these videos on? Not these videos, it, it's on the other video. Yeah. For that one, there's similarities between Atlantis and and nowadays. That's that's interesting, you guys, you're gonna have to check it out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for having me again. And Not a problem, well, thank you. Yeah, lots of, lots of interesting information. And um, I think my, my fur babies are calling. <laughs> so. your, I'm pretty sure people are wondering, what's your dog's name? This one's Buddy. Buddy. And the little one that was crawling up on the Octorian was Latte. They love that dog. Oh, my gosh. They mm. got so excited when she jumped up on my lap. And they're like, oh, puppy. <laughs> oh, opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And I got four dogs, but the other two are old and they kind of stay over there on the couch. I have a chair over there that they sleep on. But this one hasn't been played with today, so he's a little busy. And oh. with, show us your baby. He just walked in. <laughs> so cute. Look at his face. It's like <laughs> attitude. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's he's tired. It's yeah. almost 10 o'clock, so yeah, he's tired. <laughs> yeah. This one here, he's like 120 pounds, and he wishes he was little. He wants to be a lap dog like the other one. Oh, yeah. So that My can... friend's dog was like that. My friend yeah. John, his dog was just like that. <laughs> yeah. He's a good boy. He's a big teddy bear. So, yeah. All right. Well, I better cut out. So Sounds good. I guess that's it. Yeah, Thank you. Right. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.